Okay. Well, today we are starting Chapter 10. So yesterday we concluded Chapter 9, where the altar have explained that since God is infinitely exalted beyond intellect, we can't use intellect to grasp him. And specifically we focused on, we can't use intellect to grasp his absolute union with all of his attributes, with the spheres of the world of Atsilas. And that's why we said there are the secrets of faith in the language of the Kabbalah, of the Zohar, because we don't get it. Continuing in chapter 10, there it says, but even though the spheres and their absolute union with God transcends our intellect, but Tyrus speaks in human language because we are supposed to try to understand it as much as possible. And we speak of the spheres, the Rebbe says, allegorically, in a muscle. Meaning not that the muscle we use precisely describes, in this case, the spheres and God himself, but the relationship we will discuss in the muscle, in the parable, the dynamic will express the dynamic between, here in this case, God and his spheres. So what is the muscle? In the language of Kabbalah, the muscle for spheres, for all of God's attributes, his will, his wisdom, his kindness, are called iris. They're called light. So by focusing on that muscle, on the metaphor of light for the spheres, we can understand a little bit this idea that we're saying is truly incomprehensible. God's totally transcending them and yet being absolutely one with them. So let's look at light. What is light? Light, sunlight, within the sun, within planet sun, doesn't really exist. You don't see it at all. The sun is the ma'ar, which means the source of light. And from the sun extends outward rays that we call light. But in planet sun, and yes, we have had this muscle before, if it sounds familiar, in planet sun, these rays are absolutely united and one with their source, with the sun itself. Meaning, by the sun there's only one entity. There's the sun, which emits sunlight. We don't say that within the sun there are two things. There's the sun, and there's the light that will shine forth from the sun. Within the sun there's just the sun. But the sunlight has to be there. I mean, if the rays are visible on planet Earth, they surely exist within the sun itself, their source. They do exist within the sun. But the sunlight found within the sun is so one, it's part of the sun, so we can't call it existent there. We can't find it there. We can't call it light. 
Within the sun, the light has no existence as an independent entity, only separate from the sun. After leaving the sun, can we give sunlight independent that we can identify it as, oh, here's the light, here's the ray from the sun. Now, we have had this marshal before, but if you've noticed, the Rebbe here analyzed it from a slightly different vantage point or a slightly more precise and deeper vantage point, this exact same marshal that we've had before, to very clearly, very clearly express the point which is that exactly in this fashion, meaning Hashem is not sun and will and wisdom and kindness, and not, it's not sunlight, but the relationship is the same. It's actually even much more so, is the union of God's attributes, of his will, of his wisdom, of all of the spheres in the world of Atsilas, are so one within him, they're in such perfect unity with him, because they emanate from him just as, so to speak, the light emanates from the sun. But the Rebbe, and it's not exactly the same, because it's much, much, much more so. Because as we're saying, in essence, we can't really understand this relationship. We're just trying. So the relationship of the sun and the sunlight, we do understand. The relationship of God and his traits, we don't. But thinking of the sun and the sunlight and applying it is a good ladder for us to comprehend something truly incomprehensible.